When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, you filthy animals, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dig deep into the world of cinema. I'm Ben Secord. And I'm Davo. And today we are going to dive deep into yet another Steven Spielberg classic. We are going to dive deep into Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. Um, Definitely a favorite of mine. Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. And actually, I would say this might be my favorite Indiana movie. Yeah. Um, watching it this time around, um, I mean, I, I've shared that uh, thought with you as well in the, in, over the years. But uh, I do have to say Raiders is the better made movie. But I think this just nostalgia-wise for me puts it at the top. Um, and obviously, I'll get into the whys and the what's uh, later on. But also the great bounce back from temple of doom oh yeah which you know it's really not a good movie i just don't like it that much i i saw it again recently and i was just not not happy with it no there's just there was some classic indie stuff and you know the romance was good but the whole stuff that was going on in the temple with that cult and uh you know, short round is okay. Yeah, yeah I and mean, it wasn't really an archaeologist going out and no. you know discovering things. It was just him. It just happened to accidentally be in this Indian village, and he's like, "Can you save our kids?" I know, right? <laughs> All right. And there's this whole other thing going on. And a part of it, and I think uh, there's a big theme in in these movies is that you know myth is real to some extent, and that myth um, with the Kali something Kalima. <laughs> yeah, Kalima, all this stuff it's not familiar to us at least you know right. american audience there's not a lot of sympathy there there's something like the holy grail or the ark of the ark of the covenant i mean that touches something deep in all of us that we can understand and you know what if this is part of our belief system you know the indian stuff it's not really there and it was just told just all these elaborate sets and action scenes that just really were not were overwrought and not very good but this movie bounces back in a huge way Especially with having Sean Connery. Yes, I was just about to mention that. Sean Connery, the addition of him in this franchise. Indiana Jones' father, what an addition. I mean, that's just, you couldn't ask for, he was the perfect casting for this role. I mean, and this is, he's coming off an Oscar uh, with the Untouchables. Yeah. Uh, he just won his uh, first Oscar for that, his only Oscar for that, uh, which was well-deserved. Um, Did and... he really make a good movie after this one? I was kind of looking yeah. through it, some of the they're really kind of cheesy yeah definitely a lot of cheese i mean you had i think the last movie he was in was uh the league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah, last one i i do have to say i do i do like the rock uh oh the rock Nicolas yeah Cage. that was that was pretty that's cool true. i overlooked that one that he, was, i think i'd say that would be his last yeah one. definitely because i mean i mean you had the hunter for red october um which is interesting because that's another was that 89 or 90 that was 90 so, so just was, right after yeah so yeah last crusade uh the third installment of the indiana jones franchise again directed by steven spielberg um again starring harrison ford and this is the 
Indiana Jones trilogy. We don't have to. This is the last Indiana Jones film, uh, as, as oh, far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Actually, I think we saw that in the theater together yes. years ago, and that was again building on you know myth that's real. And please no, <laughs> no, yeah. You know, we. I remember walking out of that theater just thinking, "This is not good." I did not appreciate this movie one bit. I tried to like it, yeah. so much. Like I, I was fighting my feelings on it during the movie. I just remember like Shia LaBeouf. Uh, well, I'm not I, even a Shia LaBeouf hater per no, se. Yeah, um, I think him swinging through the vines is what finally <laughs> that did it for you. That did it for me. That I was I was done at that point. Um, but yeah, that as far as I'm concerned, there's been three Indiana Jones films. There's another one coming out in uh, 2019. I think once it comes out, Harrison Ford will be close to 80. I know he's uh, he's really pushing it. Yeah, um, but I'm sure he'll have a young protege in that, and I'm sure. But anyways. Let's first. Uh, did you want to go ahead and talk about uh, the film you just saw? Uh, yeah, I saw the Beguiled over the weekend. Um, I was not impressed. Uh, Sofia Coppola film. Yeah, I mean, I, you see the trailer, and it looks like there's something kind of dark and disturbing going on. Um, and the movie never quite delivers on it. It's just a lot of buildup that doesn't get you there. There's not a lot of payoff. Uh, this was a wife pick, as I said on Twitter. So you know, we trade. I think I tend to win these most often, but once in a while yes. I throw her a bone. It was between this and Baby Driver, I think I told you. And <laughs> based off of your review, I wish it was Baby Driver that we saw. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I wish it was for, for you too, from what you're saying. So this movie's got Colin Farrell, who I like Colin Farrell. I think uh, I think the Always Under the Great movie was actually underrated. I think that was a pretty good movie. I don't mind him at all. I think he you know, he gets a, he gets some hate around, but I don't mind. I think he put in a good performance. It also has Nicole Kidman. Um, it's got Kirsten Dunst. So both of them were were nothing. The um, uh, Ellie Fanning was good, and actually there's a there's a child cast, uh, all girls. They were all really good. Uh, but I one thing that is a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna rile people too much, but in period movies, I do not like seeing lead actresses who have obviously have had work done. And Nicole Kidman has duck lips. And it was so distracting throughout the entire movie. I'm like, you know, just pick an actress who has not had her face done. Right. It's not that, you know, if you're going to play this person in this period of time, you have to be believable. Right. And having collagen injections or, or God knows what she's had is so distracting. This is not the Civil War. Yeah. Nothing against her, obviously. No, but she's just fine. don't put her. She's a fine period. actress. I, yeah. I you can, know, she can, whatever. I can see having that pet peeve. But yeah. don't put them back in time and pretend that this is authentic because this yeah. is not working for me. Uh, but beyond that, um, I, I don't know. I didn't. I know this was a, a this was a novel originally and a, a movie with uh, Clint Eastwood, which I haven't read or seen the previous. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't. Rec I, maybe they're okay. I would not recommend this movie one bit. Uh, it's just not very good. I don't know. It's just. It's a. It was. I think an hour and forty minutes. It felt like three hours. Yeah. I was ready to take a nap. My wife the same. She she was she wanted to see it and she came out of it feeling the exact same okay. way. Okay. So, don't see the beguiled. Go see Baby Driver, please. Actually, just, yes. just don't even waste your money on the, <laughs> on the beguiled. So that's my take. All though. right. So stay away from that film. Please stay away from yeah. it. Go see Baby Driver. Yes. Yeah, see Baby Driver. Check out my review on YouTube. And Which was you can great. check it out there. I like seeing Ben in the car, Aww. holding a microphone, <laughs> talking about Baby, dri baby Driver. <laughs> That's you. more courage than I have right now, so well done. Thank you, and yes. It looks, it sounds like a no, it was, good movie. Yeah, it was an incredible film. Uh, keeps you on your edge of your seat. Very exciting. Uh, but again, yeah, go ahead and check out my review. 
But let's go ahead and jump into the movie yeah, we are going to talk about. Again, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 1989. Sean Connery, Harrison Ford, Allison Duty, uh, uh, Marcus Brody, uh, Denholm Elliott uh, returns as Marcus Brody. Yeah. John Reese uh, Davies coming back as Sal- uh, Sala. And Julian Glover, yeah, uh, good old Maester Picel, uh, Walter Donovan. Uh, he plays Walter Donovan, and then uh, River Phoenix. Wait, Julian Glover is Maester Picel? Yeah, because well, he. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, I recognize older. him from Empire Strikes Back. Yep, yes, General Veers or something like that. The guy that's going on on Hoth. Yeah, he's on the Adat Walkers. So he's in Game of Thrones? Yeah. He's, he's... Ma- Maester Pycel. Get out of here. <laughs> I will not. Wow. I don't yeah. even recognize him as No, a... not at all. I mean, he's much old. I mean, he seemed old in uh, Last Crusade, and then, yeah, he's he's yeah. still he's still kicking it. Wow. He's, uh, well, good for him. Now? I mean, he's a very powerful actor. I mean, he's yeah, absolutely. good presence on stage. Yeah, he's 82 years old now. Wow. Um, Harrison Ford is... Uh, Seventy-four. Oh, Seventy-four years old. Harrison Ford. He's aged very well. Obviously. Oh you know. God, yeah, he has. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think yeah, you said a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was his last movie, and I also read that basically he quit because he wanted to be a romantic lead and was being, you know, he's too old for this, which he is. So yeah. it's just a great way to go out, though. You no, know? It's definitely. like I'm Sean Connery, and yeah. I want to, com- you know, I want to continue to be Sean Connery, and if you don't want that, then screw you. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> he could get away with some of roles. I mean, if, if Harrison Ford could get yeah. away with it, he can at this point. There's got to uh, be some perverted old elderly movie he can star in, in like a nursing mean, home or something. Uh, I don't know. De, de, de Niro's still doing it, so he is. Why yeah. not Sean Connery? God, Harrison Ford though, man, he is so old. Uh, he is. He is very old. And the the guy who plays the main Nazi in this, Michael Byrne, uh, he is a year younger than Harrison Ford. Wow. He looks like. Ten times older than him in the movie. Yeah, Harrison but, yeah, Ford he's... looks like he's in his like thirties. Yeah, early thirties. Yeah. yeah, Harrison Ford. I mean, this Indiana Jones really solidifies him as an action star, as the best action stars of, of all time for me. Yep, me too. I mean, I'm right he, there with you. I, I, I think I do like I like Indi- I like Star Wars better than Indiana Jones, but I think I like the character Indiana Jones better than Han Solo. I'd say I think for me growing up, I looked up to and pretended to be Indiana Jones a hell of a lot more than I did Han Solo. Yeah, because well, it's a scoundrel versus a more respectable kind of guy. But there's more, there's more there in Indiana Jones, I think, yeah. than Han Solo. So I think Han Solo was, I don't know that he was supposed to be as Harrison Ford like outperformed what Han Solo was supposed to be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he was supposed to be like a smaller kind of, just like a scoundrel sidekick. But then it's like this movie star took over this role and it made it something bigger. Right, exactly. All right, so let's get into why we like this movie so much. Uh, well, I first like this movie because <laughs> the very opening, you see the Paramount logo, and then it fades away, and it reveals this rock outcropping. And it's like, I'm at home here. This is Steven Spielberg. I love these little tricks. I know. <laughs> and he did this with all, well, four movies now, but again, I don't count the fourth movie. But yeah, he's done it with all three. He did yeah, it exactly. The first one. I love that trick. Um, uh, he did it in Temple of Doom, which, yeah, I mean, as a kid, I'd say I, I liked that. But, yeah, the older you get, the cheesier that movie gets. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. So, yeah, I mean, it starts with, with, with that, obviously. You find young Indy, which you don't find out as young Indy. At first, you think 
we don't know where we are. You know, we we you get you're following these Boy Scouts. Yeah. You know, just on their horsebacks, and they're like, "All right, don't go too far in the caves." Um, and then uh, these two boys get into this cave, and they find these guys just you know digging for stuff. And you zoom uh, zoom in on this one guy with his back towards the camera. He's got a leather jacket and and a hat, a fedora on. And you're like, "All right, here we go. Here's Indiana Jones. Here's the first sequence." Yeah. Um, they give him what they just found. Looks like a cross of some sort. He turns around and, oh, that's not Harrison Ford. Sure Who's is this it? guy? Yeah. Did they recast? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the fat kid who the other kid is with says, Indy? Yeah, like he says, like, Indy, Indy, Indiana, Indiana. Like he says it like four times just yeah. to, for, so you, the audience realizes, oh, oh, this is, oh, that's Indiana Jones. Okay, he's young now. Okay. Yeah. This reminds me of Jurassic Park when I'm yes. like, he's beating you over the head with these things. Right. It's like, pay attention. This, I do not want you to miss this. This is Indiana. That's, that's just a great call. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was more, it was natural. Know. Yeah. yeah it was, and it was natural. Like, it was, it was just a, you know, fat, yeah. funny kid saying that. Played by and River then, Phoenix. Yep. River Phoenix, you know. Uh, he's no longer with us. Only the good die young. They sure do. Apparently. Um, but, uh, but yeah, River Phoenix is the young indie. So then you discover this is back in 1912 in Utah. And, so the guys he was watching find this cross called like the cross of Coronata or something. Yeah. And he's like, those guys, that doesn't belong to them. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah. like, I guess he's supposed to be like 14, 15 he's at this point. He's a very principled and... young man. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> he's got strong feelings. About why why does it need to be in a museum? Um, right. Which I'm going to get to in a little bit here. Um, yeah, but this is, here we see like, uh, like you said, you think it's Indiana Jones. and But it, this is a, this is obviously a big deal in Indy's life. Right. So he kind of models himself after this guy. I mean, he's dressed the same through this experience that, you know, we'll go through. That's, this is who he sort of, it's like he's an adventurer. He's a guy who goes and discovers things. So that was like his aesthetic that he ended up adopting. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much in this one little snippet of his life that became, <laughs> became, who he is really uh yeah. you, you had I, so so i mean basically he, he takes the cross because he's gonna go he tells the kid to go find the sheriff he takes the cross and then this big chase scene ensues the guys are chasing after him and he runs into a train um or you know and it runs into it but catches up to a train on his horse gets on the train and it's a circus train how yeah. fun is this i mean i know this is a, this is steven spielberg at his best this yeah, chase I mean, scene here there's even that little moment just before where he's running off and he, he whistles for his horse and the <laughs> horse comes up and he jumps and the horse moves i'm like yep i can, <laughs> I can see <laughs> yeah <that> <laughs> and then it, it's not just a regular train i like how it's a circus train that yeah. they catch yeah, up yeah, with yeah, yeah. it's a circus train you got giraffes uh on you know poking out the top you got rhinos um and then this is this is where his fear of snakes starts it's a again it's just a fun sequence. So in this sequence, his fear of snakes starts. Right, because before that, his friend, there was one crawling up, and he grabbed it and said, right. it's just a snake. And he throws <laughs> it's just a snake. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, Indiana Jones is not afraid of snakes yet. But we're about to show you why he is in this sequence. <laughs> but basically, he falls through the roof of one of the cabooses, and, you know, he lands in, you know, a snake water i yeah. guess and one snake pops up at him and there goes his fear of snakes i guess um it's just a giant trunk yeah. full of hissing snakes yeah. it doesn't <laughs> more complicated than that <laughs> exactly and then that's when he first uses a whip that's where he gets his scar yeah 
And yeah. Harrison uh, Ford's <laughs> scar on his chin came from when yes, <laughs> he when was he... whipping. <laughs> he was in the bull whip and it hit him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so he gets his outfit from the guy that's chasing him because yeah, he this... kind of admires this guy. Uh, this whole thing defines who he is in a lot of ways. Yeah. Absolutely. And then... Uh, so he gets uh, out of the airplane through this, uh, or airplane, <laughs> he gets out of this train through a magic trunk. He's able to escape. I'm really not sure how that works. Yeah, I, I, this is this is the start of, this is almost the, the whole, f- I almost defend the uh, fridge, the nuke the fridge scene in a way uh, in Keenan of the Crystal Skull. Please to don't me, do that. To me, Please it's do just, not do that. <laughs> no, but it's similar to this scene. It's Indiana Jones can get out of anything. He is the best luck in the world. Yeah. That's, that's who this character is. I can appreciate that, but yeah. the fridge, let's not go too much into the fridge. It had, but... le- it had lead lining. <laughs> sure did. But it, it, it was just going a bit too far. Right. The the little, uh, the, the disappearing, whatever that was, that trunk or whatever, um, that was just a simple thing. It wasn't like bouncing around for a million feet and then emerging somewhat unscathed. Right. So he gets out of the train and he runs home. And this is where you first uh, see a glimpse of Indiana Jones's dad. Henry. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Count to 20. In Greek. <laughs> um, and you see his dad writing in the journal that we'll get to know. Uh, May the man who illuminated this illuminate me, he says. And we'll touch on that later. So you hear Sean Connery's voice. He's home. And then he sees the sheriff pull up. And basically, you know, the sheriff's like, hey, this belongs to these men. You're giving it to them. Um, and then the guy who was in the hat and the leather jacket says, you lost today, kid. It doesn't mean you have to like it. Yeah, that's pretty important. Yeah, because this guy's doing a job, but he's he's sympathetic. You know, when when Indy escapes, young Indy escapes from the train, he just kind of smiles. He's yeah, know, smiles that he's running away. He's like respect. Yeah, it, he know? has a respect for this kid. He maybe sees himself a little. Yeah, in him. He's it's the adventurer in him. You know, at this point in his life, he's just doing a job for this guy to get this thing. So he's not going to let a, let a little kid interfere with it but there's a respect there so right. he sensed something in him and he kind of yeah he modeled himself off of that guy and he gives him his hat yeah gave him his hat puts on his hat and spielberg does another neat trick where he puts on the hat and then when he lifts up it's indiana jones smiling off, off harrison the, ford yeah yeah what were you gonna say well no is this we're going to off the coast in Portugal. Off the coast in Portugal. <laughs> On so a boat. <laughs> you see, I like the first time we see Harrison Ford, he's smiling, and then he gets punched right in the face. I love that. And it's raining. It's raining down. They're on a boat. and Well, Indiana Jones is always ticking people off. Yeah, you know? always ticking people off. But apparently he's going after this, this cross again, the same cross he just went through this whole uh, fiasco with, uh, you know, at the beginning of the film when he was a kid. Yeah, Panama still... hat and a white suit and the red carnation. We see yep. him again. Red carnation guy, yep. Belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's just very adamant well, about the museum well, thing. <laughs> you're going to risk your life on this boat. These guys, he, he throws, tells them to throw Throw him over the edge. You're risking your life yeah. for this thing that you think just belongs in a museum. I just want it to be sitting there on a shelf in a museum. Um, and in turn, though, he you know is able to escape with the cross, and somehow the boat explodes. Yeah, like this is they're <laughs> in a storm, and something falls in the boat, and it literally it just explodes, blows up, and sinks in like right. five seconds. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> that's that's how it works. But you know, f- love it. Fifteen people died, but you know it, it's going to be in a museum now. Oh. 
So it's very important. You know, those lives, you know, <laughs> whatever it takes. They didn't die in vain, so that's good. Um, and then again, he gets out of anything. A, a, a life float just happens to be floating by, and he's saved. So I, I, and the hat, in the hat, in the hat. And then it gets to uh, India as a professor again. He's back in the college. He gives Marcus. We were introduced to Marcus again. He gives him the cor- the cross of Coronado. Cor- Am I saying that right? Do you know what it's called? Cross yeah, of Cor- cross of Coronado. Yeah, cross of Coronado. Yeah, and this is where Harrison Ford is so good because he's so believable as both people. Right? Isn't he? You know, as an action hero, as a guy getting punched in the face or doing all the stuff he does in these action sequences, and you could also he fits like. He could be a professor. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the fugitive, right? He's a doctor. And you believe that. Though this is where he he can play he can wear both of those hats, you know, so to speak. He can he can be the intelligent guy that's, you know, competent and he could be this this guy that's forced into these situations who just sort of manages through luck or just perseverance yep. to just do all this other stuff. Yeah, in his professor form is almost like his Clark Kent in Indiana <laughs> yeah, Jones, a, he's Superman. That's a great call. Yeah, yeah. in him <laughs> he the I don't know what would it be his phone booth, I guess, I don't know, his his uh, little office there he's in after yeah, he's, he's done with the class. That, yeah. And I like uh how he's uh, giving his lecture here uh, at the school. He's talking about, you know, how archaeology da- is not done in the field, you know. X never marks the spot. Never. <laughs> never ever. Um so uh, that's that's a yeah, little foreshadowing like, of what'll happen. Yeah, that and he's like you can't take uh, mythology at face value. Uh, right. So you know, it's almost like you know the the guy in the classroom, you know, gets invalidated by the guy in the field mm-hmm. who goes out. You know, because you know what it says in the textbook. That's what he's telling his students, and he's wrong. He gets proven wrong right. <laughs> throughout. You know, when he actually goes out in the world and tries to find these things, he discovers yes, X actually does mark the spot, and <laughs> all this mythology, all this stuff is real. Right. You know, I, I love mean, that. Yeah, so he's that's... a man that saw the Ark of the Covenant. So he's, right, he's, and he's, he's just lying. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. you know, this is what I was taught. So I got to <laughs> yeah. teach you as well. You got to. Well, it's almost like uh, seeing is believing. You know, he yeah, he, true, he actually yeah. saw this stuff. No one's ever going to believe him that, that this happened with the Ark of the Covenant. That right. this happened. Uh, he saw a guy rip a, uh, someone's heart out. No one's going to believe him. Just like how he didn't believe the stories until until he you know experienced them himself. Right, he's a PhD, he's yeah. a respected guy, and all this you know, yeah, this uh, supernatural. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he's done. He again, he gives the cross to uh, Marcus. Well, that's Marcus. interesting though, because he'd still, I guess, despite his experiences, he goes back into that world and. Yeah, because, I mean, we'll get to that with Donovan where he says, I've heard this bedtime story. Yeah. You know, when they're talking about the grail. He's still, his inner skeptic right. is is there. You know, he can't really shut it off, despite the stuff he's already seen. Right, yeah, he still he still tries to be a realist, you know. He still tries to fight it <laughs> off. Despite, yeah, he gets like, it's like you get dragged back into the stuff. Yeah. He's like, I just want to read my books. Yes, my <laughs> that's all I want to do. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, once he's done with his lecture, he goes through these group of people who are like, you, <laughs> where have you been? We need these papers graded. <laughs> By <the> way, <laughs> please, yeah. I'm trying to graduate here. <laughs> Got this, like, mob of people bombarding him. He finally gets in his office and he's just sitting there. And you could tell he's just like, all right, this is miserable. Oh, I'm out of here. And right there, though, real uh, just a quick plot point. He gets uh, something in the mail from Venice, Italy. Right. It's kind of thick, um, which will turn out to be his father's journal. 
Um, and then he climbs out the window because he just doesn't want to deal with the mob of people. I'm just going to yeah. climb out the window. A little funny scene. There's lots, lots of little laughs yeah, in this one. absolutely. More little laughs. I know we were talking about the laughs in Jurassic Park. There's many more in this movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, especially once Sean Connery gets there. So he climbs out the window, and then these guys in these suits come up with this black car and meet up with Indy, and it turns out to be this Donovan guy who invites him in to... Um, his home, uh, I guess, his apartment. Yeah. Um, I really like this scene. Yeah, I do too. This is great. I mean, this is this is the plot of the movie. I mean, this is, you know, this is what's going to drive the, the story forward. And this is what's basically the driving force of the movie is this scene right here. Um, and I like the, the, the uh, mythology or the history behind it. Um, and basically Donovan is showing him this uh, grail tablet he find, finds. It's like cut in half. Yeah. Who drinks the water I shall give him, says the Lord. will have a spring inside him welling up for eternal life. Let them bring me to your holy mountain in the place where you dwell, across the desert and through the mountain, to the canyon of the crescent moon, to the temple where the cup that... where the cup that holds the blood of Jesus Christ resides forever. The holy grail, Dr. Jones. The chalice used by Christ during the Last Supper. The cup that caught his blood at the crucifixion and was entrusted to Joseph of Arimathea. Right there. I, I love I love that music right, yeah. right there once he says the, the Holy Grail. What and... a great sequence there. You hear the, the pouring of the glass. Yep. You know, it's like he's getting to it. And then the, there's like chimes. It's like... It's the equivalent of a light bulb going off in his head, right? Mm-hmm. It's like ding, ding. It's like, oh, I get it now. Yep. <laughs> it's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just uh, again John Williams. John yeah. Williams again with Steven Spielberg. That score, just, just I love that Holy Grail theme. Holy Grail. So I mean, basically, yeah. So they're the Holy Grail, like like Donovan just said, the cup that uh, Jesus drank at the Last Supper and caught uh, his blood at the crucifixion. Um, that's basically what this is and basically it leads to if you're able to find it and drink from it it leads to everlasting life right here's your myth and right the, the setup to this it takes a couple of minutes this is like a formal dinner party and ins- i just love the lighting it's all sort of white and modern inside and then but it's like bright in the background but dimly lit inside and they're just talking and i, I don't know i think this is one of the things i like about this movie more than um even raiders because this one it's it's more sophisticated the filmmaking yeah this one Raiders is a bit, um, it's a bit raw, I guess, compared to this. Yeah. This movie is very sharp and very clear, and there's a, there's a, there's a bit more direction going on, more, more intent on this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, this scene I just love. It tells you, it lays everything out. The entire story is laid out in these like two or three minutes. So. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love it, and like I said, it, it's the driving force for the whole, the rest of the movie. Um, you know, and then they share, you know, different stories about it. Um, again, what you don't know is Donovan is a Nazi, <laughs> and he's playing right. Harrison Ford. He, yes. There's no sense messing around. Here, absolutely, right? I mean, he's he. It's, it's a it's a trap. He's laid a trap for Indiana Jones. Yes, and and you'll see why here. I mean, basically, you know, with dealing with his father. And but I like here is this is the first drink they share together. What's the last drink they share together at the end of the movie? 
<laughs> out of the cup yeah oh, okay, <laughs> so i mean yeah. it's uh, it's kind of they're talking about the holy grail and then this is the first drink they're having together oh um, yeah that's right yeah both of them yeah that's, yeah 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 drink of the champagne um but yeah so basically indy here is saying you know okay well this this you know tablet tells you you know it's very vague talking about canyons and down a river it's you know how are you going to be able to you know see it uh, probably the top half will have the other uh, information which i guess they're called the grail tablets um, so basically he goes on to say about how Joseph of Arimathea had the grail and then it got lost for a thousand of years until these three knights who were brothers found the grail. Right. Do you know more about the story? Well, I don't, <laughs> they, they just, they discovered it and then protected it for a while and two went back, um, and shared the secret. Yeah. After like some, 150 years. They went back to Spain or somewhere or France and then, a, an Italian monk or something, they told the story to him and then he transcribed it and then one of them supposedly died with the shield which is actually the tablet uh with the inscription of where it would be yeah why they would tell people i'm not exactly yeah sure. so basically yeah the monk who wrote it basically you know proves that the knight story was true right so basically he wants indy to go find the grail i mean that's the bottom line of the scene he wants to indy to go help him find the grail because the guy he already sent there was lost right he's like you're looking for my father yeah, and he and, and he goes into saying how Grail, the uh, the Holy Grail is basically his hobby. You know, the Holy Grail mythology and the Holy Grail history is yeah. His, well, it's more his than hobby. his hobby, though. I mean, yeah, it, that's what he says. But yeah, it is definitely his more. What we find out later is it's actually it's it's Henry Jones' life obsession, right, to the detriment of everyone around him. Yep. You know. Yeah, and. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll we'll get into that obviously a little later on. Uh, so basically, he wants Indy to go find it because the guy he sent you know was lost, and Indy's like, eh, "Well, you're looking for the wrong Jones. The guy you want is my father." Then Donovan says, "Guess what? Your father's the one we sent. He's lost. <laughs> He's the so, lost team member. Yeah. I'm really gonna need your help here." So here's Indy getting pulled back out to do yep. this other things just when i thought that was out they <laughs> yeah, pulled me exactly. back in <laughs> even though he he just got back from you know the coast of portugal yeah you he's know, gotta get back 15 to his... men right and he's like i've had enough <laughs> i want some calm in my life right. i'm not a grail hunter i don't you know he actually not only is he not this guy he is kind of opposed to this thing because his dad that's his whole life i mean like I said, to the detriment of, of their relationship, he's been obsessed with this. It's been his life's work. He's like, I don't want to be bothered with not only, you know, I've got to want to get on my get on with my life, but I do not like this sort of thing because it pissed me off. Right. <laughs> hearing me off about this kid. all my yeah. life. <laughs> my dad was doing this all the time and didn't even talk to me. And so please leave me alone about the grail. I'm tired of hearing about the stinking right. grail. And this is where he, you know, kept referring to these as uh, bedtime stories. Yeah. I've heard this bedtime story before too. Um, so basically that's his motive. That's Indy's motivation there. It's like, okay, well, and this is part of Donovan's trap. You know, he's, you know, laying out that, you know, it's your father that's missing. So right. this is really going to entice him to go now. It plays into Indy's normal sense of, I want to, you know, go help my dad. That's right. It. And then, uh, he, so they, he, Indy's like, all right, well, let me go check on my father. He gets to his father's house, sees that it's totally destroyed. You know, they're looking for something. Marcus notices that today's mail is there rummaged through. And then Indy says they're probably looking for this. And then it's revealed that it's his dad's diary that he kept his grail diary as yeah. he calls it. Um, Ask Marcus if he believes in the Grail. Um, Marcus goes on to say something along the lines, you know, men of my age are, you know, ready to take things on faith at this point. Um, 
Yeah, and he's like, it's the search for the... The grail is the search for the divine in all of us. Right. And then behind them, you see this this painting of a man walking seemingly on air, which is a bit of a foreshadowing for what we're going to see later. Foreshadowing and also painting of, uh, you know, the cup catching right. uh, his blood um, and the crucifixion. Uh, so then he's like, all right, well, yep, we got to go find... Got to go find my father and let's go to Venice. Uh, so, you, and then you have the famous... Uh, scene from raid kind of from raiders where he's on an airplane and you see the map I love yeah, that, the red line on the map it's just so cool it's something about it i think every movie should just do that yeah wherever they're traveling just draw it on a map for me <laughs> please <laughs> please do that <laughs> um but yeah i mean so i mean the diary is obviously important obviously there there's something in the diary his grail diary that you know right he sent want. it to indy and they ransacked his house for it right exactly so they arrive in venice and they're <laughs> looking for this doctor well here is it but just you know, indy brings the diary to the house and so indy has a bad habit of bringing the diary to, a, to places where yep <laughs> people are looking for it <laughs> by the way <laughs> by the way maybe you shouldn't bring that here no. instead of hiding it he puts it in his like pocket and right. then goes into danger with it <laughs> oh man all right so they run into dr schneider who they think is going to be a man at first and it's uh allison duty and elsa Elsa, good old Elsa Schneider. Um, so, the little Nazi hooker. Yep, right? little Nazi hooker. She talks about <laughs> his father, and the last time she saw uh, Indy was at, or saw Henry, Indy's father, was at this library. And he was giddy as a schoolboy because they were so close to finding, you know, the, the Grail tablet. Because um, that's what they're trying to find at this point. That's why they're in Venice because they're trying to find the one of the Knight's Grail tablets. Right. Um, and they believe it's in this, uh, in, in, this the tomb. in this tomb. And this is, you know, some cool archaeology here. I mean, this is a cool archaeology moment. They basically find the Roman numerals on the window. One of them happens to be the Roman numeral 10, which is X, which invalidates Indy's earlier statement yep. where X <laughs> never marks the spot. <laughs> X marks the spot. But this is important because this is where Indy realizes that the diary holds right. information. His dad's actually, it wasn't just a wild goose chase. He's actually onto something and found something. So here's some real, <laughs> real stuff here. Yep. Um, so him... So he just basically tells Marcus, uh, this di- some people are after this uh, diary, let's just keep this between ourselves for now. So like you said, he finds he finds the X, X marks the spot because of the Roman numerals correspond with what's in his diary, that's how he's able to find that. I like this little thing though, when they find it, this is another Spielberg thing where he makes, makes you wait, because uh, it's on the floor... And he just doesn't reveal it immediately, right? He makes you go up the stairs, and Indiana goes up and then looks down, and revealing the X, and then it's the music. Whoa! Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the X always seemed like so so much bigger when I was a kid, but watching it this time, you would easily be able to just see that on the floor. That's you didn't not need that to big go by. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be this huge reveal. Right. But it's still enjoyable it's, yeah. the way he does it. Very know? much. I like how it's all in one shot. You just, you're watching Indy go up this spiral staircase, and the camera's rising yeah. with him, and then it goes above Indy while he's on the balcony. Yeah. Very cool. I feel like now, you know, it's all it would be would just be a camera way up high that would just cut immediately to it and shoot down and you see the X and the and the and the actors standing below and then there's the X. You know, Spielberg takes the time to show it to you to make you see well what is it even though maybe because me i don't know what it would be like i can't remember what it was like seeing it for the first time because i was a child exactly but you know if seeing it for the first time you you're playing along and i think that's that's spielberg brilliance he makes you play along with him 
it's 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 like you're along for the for the filmmaking ride in a way right you know? yeah that's i mean yeah that's the brilliance of spielberg right there same similar what we talked about with jurassic park yeah um and then i love when he's he's trying to smash but basically the x is on the floor it's this huge that huge x it's this marble floor so yeah. he has to basically smash through it to get through he's sent you know smashing through the center to try to break a piece of the tile and he's using one of those you know those vel- those rope things which you tried to describe in the uh, do we know what these are thing. exactly? <laughs> Still, so the velvet ropes at movie theaters, and then they have a gold pole at the end. Those yeah. things. <laughs> he's, he's smashing it with that. But during that, you you have the old librarian stamping books, and then each stamp, you know, big stamp, he he hears a huge noise, which is Indy smashing it into the marble floor, and the, it's just a funny little sequence. Yeah, it's funny because you know the three of them are in the in this big area of the library looking at the stained glass and trying to count the Roman numerals they find it and then it cuts to this Italian Albert Einstein looking guy (laughs) who has been all this time doing these stamps on these books and then they time the stamps to busting these (laughs) things through the tile are you going to play this? this is going to this is hilarious I mean it's just well Well, it's just bangs yeah it's just bangs you have to watch it yeah yeah, exactly Um, so yeah he lets uh, Elsa down there Uh, basically yeah we'll we'll, we'll get through this a little bit Elsa and and Indy go down into you know the bottom of this library that used to be a church uh, while Marcus is up there guy come and pistol whip him and drag him away so you yeah. know guys are going through and then uh indy and elsa are going through trying to look for this grave and i like just real quick there's a painting of the ark of the covenant yeah and uh it's just a cool nod to the first film she's like what's that he's like the ark of the covenant and she's like are you sure i'm saying pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah we well, see a little bit of elsa here too because she's kind of not afraid of anything she's like lower me down right. yeah and she steps on these skulls and she's really not perturbed all that much yeah i mean she's a nazi <laughs> yeah, i mean you can't imagine them i mean but she, she you can see you know she, you know adventure in her she's still interested in this stuff you yeah. know no matter how evil she might be but she's she not your like interested. damsel right you know what i mean yeah she's not uh Willie from uh, oh, the, no. the second one. Oh God, no! Yeah, and then they they get through, and there's the rats everywhere, um, and then basically they he, they find they find the the um, the, the tomb, the tomb. Yeah. Uh, and you, you open it up, you see the the tablet, and he's excited, and she's like, just like your father, Giddy is a schoolboy, and I this is good acting here by Harrison Ford. Like yeah. you can see the excitement in his eyes, like it's the rest of the tablet. It's basically showing exactly where. Um, where to start because right. i mean uh his dad you know which we'll find out later in the map you know he has a map of where the grail is eventually he just never knew where to start this map tells him where to start my father hates rats he's scared to death of them <laughs> yeah. so his father hates rats he hates snakes yeah he's kind of like a personal accomplishment he's like gone farther than his father yeah 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 that's a that's an important point too. yeah like, he's, he's like, like eclipsed him in a way and he's like he's got the satisfaction that's visible in his yeah. face there's lots of father-son dilemma in this movie which which we'll get to once you know we, they they finally meet each other. So basically, they get up, get through the sewer, and these guys are chasing them. Indy and Elsa get on a boat. Yeah. C- cool little boat sequence. It's you know, okay. it's whatever. Don't go between them. Are you crazy? Yeah. Go between them. Are you crazy? Well, of course, she That's goes what she does. She goes yeah. in between. <laughs> um, all guys are dead except for one at this point. And get another propeller from callback. Propeller from, well, from the airplane, the big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah here's another. Right. It's a yeah. propeller, but it's a boat propeller. Yep. But another one looming you know 
Absolutely. And then, so yeah, he's, he's holding this guy. Um, he's like, why are you trying to kill us? And Drop he, me off and I will tell you. <laughs> drop me off and I will tell you. <laughs> and so the boat's going closer and closer to the propeller. To propeller and he said, do you want to die? And I like how the guy says, my soul, prepa- my soul's prepared. How is yours? Yeah, and, and he's so, not ready. He's yeah. not ready to die. Yeah, this Indy's guy definitely obviously not. is for some yeah. reason. But Indy is... <laughs> He's not there yet. He's no. not in any place where he's like, yeah, I'm willing to give my life for whatever I'm doing. Yeah, he basically, this guy calls Indy's bluff, so he doesn't he doesn't kill him. Yeah, they, I mean, even to find his father, he's not willing to give his life for this, right. this thing that he's on. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely telling there. Um, but yeah, this, this this guy, yeah, he's prepared to die. So they, they bring him back. Um, Elsa brings him back. And then he's like, all right, so why are you trying to kill us? Basically, these guys are protectors of, of the grail. They don't want anyone to find it, especially evil, because apparently Nazis are after it. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, this guy's evil descended can... from people that are sworn to protect the, right. the grail. Uh, but he also knows uh, through just whatever, he knows that... Indies, uh, Henry Henry Jones is being held in a castle in Austria, and then they're uh, back at the at the hotel room, and then uh, Marcus opens up the the because they're you know reviewing what Indy just you know sketched out. Marcus is you know saying you know this is where you know it goes down into a canyon, into whatever. Yeah, um, it's the missing city. Yeah, Alexandretta. Alexandretta. Yeah, and I love when uh, uh, his dad founds out about that. That's like Sean Alexandretta. Con- it's. <laughs> But it's it's great acting. It's it is. Not like, yeah. I know you, you know it's fun. It's fun to you know tease Sean Connery's voice and stuff. No, but, but you believe just, you this, believe his yeah, excitement. Alex, of course it's Alexandretta. Yeah, like, this ugh. is a guy that he's been waiting his whole life for this one answer. Yes. he could not gather the evidence to tell him, so he's just been like, "What is it?" And he hears it, and he's like, "Oh." And you can yes. tell Indy was excited to tell him. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah, and when, yeah. When he's telling his father that story, and he's like, "There were rats," you know, he's like, "You, you wouldn't have been able to do it," but he's. <laughs> excited to tell his father like yeah. his fa- him and his father you know you could tell have had differences but you know he's still you, there's always that thing with your father you know you're always looking for his approval you're always right. you know you never really outgrow that um we also get here in at the hotel room yeah. you get the classic indiana jones romance you know it's the i hate you i hate you yep. i'm gonna kiss you oh i would kiss him <laughs> oh my goodness how can you not kiss him um like, i hate fast <laughs> women she's like i hate arrogant men but <laughs> this is uh, which you know you don't really realize when you're younger. She doesn't, you know, come on to him until she finds out he has the diary. Yeah. You know, he shows her the diary, and then that's when they get into more of a physical uh, relationship. He's... Well, and, uh, <laughs> this actually reminds me of this. You know, they're they're kissing, and then he comes up. You know, they they go off camera, and then he, he his head pops up on the camera. He's like. Oh, Venice. (laughs) But he also said that when uh, they get out of the sewer and there's people all freaking out who are dining right by the sewer. And he's like, ah, Venice. (laughs) I love that. But this this is her playing her game. Uh, You know, when she comes on to him, she kisses him uh, because, you know. She clearly ransacked her own room. Right. He's being played again. I never realized that. Yeah, she... She did it. Yeah, she's got this phonograph playing really loud, yep. pretending that she's about get, about to get ready for a bath. He's trying to come in and talk to her. I forget about just not sure exactly why he was going in there. Tell her about the city or, or um. You... Oh no, because his room was ransacked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he comes and back then, and sees, yeah. yeah, and then and then yeah, she then... plays dumb, and then 
he's gonna leave and they she yeah because he reveals that he has the diary they're looking looking for this this. yeah because he's already built you know they've built trust in each other he feels like he can trust her you know already well you know they've gone through a you know a trying thing and now they're ready to 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 bang they swam through petroleum together (laughs) um so they get to the castle uh to find try try to find his father harrison ford does his best scottish i know impersonation of uh whatever to look at the tapestries yeah fun fun little sequence the butler greets them at the door and indy (laughs) (laughs) he apparently thinks that they need to disguise themselves to get in. All he does is just punch the guy. He could have just walked in and punched him anyway. We said we have to see this whole sequence. But but again, this is uh, Spielberg just adding comedy to his movies, which I love. Um, (laughs) I wonder, though, if you you were this guy, then consider me Mickey Mouse. (laughs) And he slugs him. But I wonder the choice of of him being Mr. McDonald's Scottish, if that was at all... uh, a little tease on Connery, you know, because of the Scott. I yeah, wonder if he was yeah. doing like he wasn't doing a Connery impression per se. No, but it was. But I like, do wonder if there was something connected there at all. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I wonder how their relationship was on set. Like, I wonder if they got along or anything, <laughs> oh, or if they hated each other or what. Um, but yeah, he gets they they get into like the main area of the castle. He finds out there's Nazis involved. He's like Nazis. I hate these guys. Finds out uh, what room his father's in because uh, the room is tapped. Um, so they go into another room. And yeah, this so is... here we see Nazis. And I think I said maybe in last show is that Nazis by by now, they're just a tired cliche. Yeah. Would you agree? I mean, it's like, you're, I get it. They're the villain. You, you know, it's it's we're far. But, but, but in this movie... They're, they don't feel tired. This is no. I mean, a, this is nineteen eighty nine. I mean, right. you're, you're you're more so talking about newer movies that come yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I saw the Transformers. Uh, not that Transformers is supposed to be a great movie or anything, but in the trailer, there's like it's Nazis. Great. Yeah, yeah I get it. You know, they're Nazis. <laughs> Cliche you know, villain. Okay. Yeah. Come up with somebody else. Right. You know, that's you know that's gonna give me. I already know the outcome here. You know, uh, it's and even the like I said, <laughs> I'm not on Star Wars. But the, it's the same thing. You have the Nazi imagery in there. It's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you know? we get it. We get I, I, it. <laughs> Nazis are bad. Hitler is bad. Right. Jews are good. Right. Yes, it's true. Can we just move on? <laughs> yes, like, let's move on. Yeah, we, um, it's, not in the sense of proving it anyway. It's been yes. proven. We need different, different villains. Yep. But in this movie, you don't feel that. I don't. No, no, definitely not. It, it, it fits this movie. I mean, it fits the Indiana Jones lore, I'd say. Um, so yeah, uh, so basically, he's gonna he's gonna whip his way. He, this is where we get to see, we, the one scene we get to see him swing on a whip. I mean, it's Indiana Jones, classic yeah. Indiana Jones. I mean, that's and when you're a kid, that's what you always pretend you're doing when you're playing Indiana Jones. You're swinging on a whip. You're killing Nazis. Um, but uh, this is him, his first interaction with his father. Let's go ahead and just play a clip of that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's you, Junior. Don't call me that, please. Well, what are you doing here? I came to get you. What do you think? He just broke a vase over Indy's <laughs> yeah. head. And he's looking at the vase. He's worried about it. Looking at it in the light. Century Ming Dynasty. Oh, it breaks the heart. And the head. You hit me, Dad. I'll never forgive myself. Poor Indy thinks he's talking about getting hit. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) It's fake. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I just tweeted this gift <laughs> yeah, earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> it's fake. Yeah, Indy thinks he's <laughs> concerned about him, and he, he's really oh. just concerned about he just destroyed this you know nice relic, this 18th century something. Yeah, <laughs> Henry clocks him over the head, and uh, he's like, Indy, and just, you know, uh, Indiana just re- reflexively pops up, yes, sir, because that's how he's been trained his whole life. Right. You know? like a military thing i love that and then so indy's trying to find a way out of the room um he tells him about the you know how he found the tablets and then these nazis come in and he he, he does not like being called junior oh. junior <laughs> junior <laughs> indiana yep and i just love uh i think this is where yeah this is where he gets in the whole alexandretta thing and he's like you yeah. you found he's just you know, i love the excitement in his voice the excitement great acting here Great dynamic with him and, and Harrison Ford. Yeah, Sean, Conner- Sean Connery really picks this movie up again and gives it more something. It's just more bravado or just more intensity. Right. I don't know what, what it is, but he adds this other element, this humor and just gravitas. It's just well done by him. Yeah, and he's just he's charming too. Like it's just <laughs> you know, even when he's you know chastising Indy, which he doesn't do like in a in a mean way, a demeaning way. It's sort just, of though. He's yeah, really but a he's nice just, dad. But it's a dad in the. He, this is 1938. Indy grew up in the early 1900s. So I mean, it's 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 true. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for yeah. that time period, he was probably a very good dad. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's but, so well done, and it's just it's yeah. You you laugh at it. He's yeah. making little digs, and they're humorous. No, yeah, and you love the back and forth with them. Yeah, I, I again, you could not have picked a better uh, person to play Indiana Jones's father than yeah. than than uh, than Sean Connery. Yeah, because it's a, someone that has to live up to Indiana and Harrison Ford. Yeah, and Sean Connery does both. Yeah, and it's it's got that back and forth banter. I mean, you you have it with your own father. You know, you you just it, it's just something you can relate to. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's just it's it's so fun. I just <laughs> that's why I think this movie is the top. Of the Indiana Jones chain is yeah. just because this element, the, this element, this Sean Connery, yeah, and then Harrison Ford together, and then I love when, um, you know, in that same sequence, you know, he's like, you didn't think, you know, when the Nazis barge in, my son wouldn't bring the journal here, my diary here, <laughs> you didn't, did you? He just makes that face. You didn't. Mm-hmm. Here did he you? is bringing the diary around where he should. Yeah, basically, so we find out that uh, Sean Connery sent uh, Indiana Jones the diary. To keep it away. To keep it away, because he finds (laughs) out that the Nazis are trying to use this for their own gain to, you know, basically take over the world like they were doing with the Ark of the Covenant. Right. And, uh, you know, they get in a little bickering, and he's, like, calling him Junior again. And he's like, don't call me Junior. He takes the gun from one of the Nazis and just machine guns them to death. (laughs) And Sean Connery, look what you did. (laughs) I don't believe what you did. (laughs) And then they walk away. Um, And then, you know, we run into Elsa again. Bottom line is, you know, Indy finds out Elsa is the bad guy. Uh, So they're, you know... And then she's betrayed both of them. She's betrayed both of them and they get into this room and Elsa's, you know, has the diary now. She hands it to this guy who's got his back to face the camera. She says she's sorry, but is she? uh, No, I I don't know. She kind of wants what she wants. Right. She has a conscience. No. To some extent, it seems she fakes sorry. Uh, but she, in the end, if she, as long as she gets what she wants, then that's fine. I'm willing to say, uh, I'm sorry, you know, it didn't work out this way, uh, but see you later. I'm sorry, 
but you should have listened to your father. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> um, so they they bring the the journal to what you think is going to be the leader of whoever they're working for, and you find out that it's Donovan. He tells Indy, "Didn't I tell you not to trust anyone?" Yeah, um, it's kind of cheesy though. I mean, yeah, it, it is definitely a cheese factor there. Because he out... says that before he jumps on the plane. Which, yep. Well, obviously, don't I mean... trust anyone. <laughs> All right. Well, so that means what? I Similar should've... to what uh, Game of Thrones, Pycelle. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess he's kind of the little finger of this story. <laughs> it's like I told you, even though I'm setting it up so that I can screw you later. But, I mean, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, they find out pages are missing, and then uh, Donovan knows that – or uh, Elsa knows that Brody has it. And I like how Indy makes up this funny story oh, about this. how Brody knows <laughs> 12, know, different, 12 languages. different languages. They'll disappear. For all we know, he has the grail already. <laughs> yeah. And they cut them. Hello, does anyone here speak English? I cannot. No one can understand a word I'm saying. He's like, this, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a fun, good uh, comedic element again. Like, Brody you know, bumbling around in someplace in uh, Egypt or talk something. Talk about sore thumb. I mean, sore thumb. But it's, it's cool that Indy like made up this like story about him. He's yeah. like, he has a grail already. And then they're tied to a chair, which... Yeah, Henry is very loosely tied around their chest. <laughs> um, and uh, I just like this sequence. Yeah, so. no, this is a very fun sequence. I even love when Elsa kisses uh, Indy goodbye, and she's like, I, "I'll never forget what we had. It was very nice," or whatever she says. And, yeah. then, and then she's talking to Indy, and then you, you know, uh, Sean Connery can't see her, but he's like, "Oh, thank you." For thank her, you. Uh, <laughs> it was good for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here you're starting to be like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't know. If this is where, where it's he says it, but he's like, "How did you know she was a Nazi?" And he's like, "She talks in her sleep." Yeah. <laughs> and I always, when I was a kid, I was always like, "Oh, oh, Nazis talk in their sleep." That's that's what <laughs> that I, was was like, I didn't connect. <laughs> I didn't connect that they slept together or yeah. anything. That's, that's how I took it as a kid. Um, yeah, but this is cool because Indy's like, "Here, take my light, or find the lighter in my pocket, and try to burn the ropes," which is kind of dangerous in itself. Yes, very dangerous. Henry, who is. Uh, I guess you know he's like a moron. He's like yeah. an idiot he's savant, an, yeah. sort of. He's an academic. Yeah, but he <laughs> he's not made for this kind of situation. <laughs> he's not particularly hands-on. He's a brilliant man about what he does. Yeah, but if you ask him to say like uh, you know hang uh, some drapes in your house, yeah. he couldn't. He'd end yeah. up banging a nail in his own head or something. He could come up with the math and the measurements probably to. Right, he'll translate it into like ten different languages, right. but he could never do anything like with his hands. Yep. So here he is. He throws the, this lighter and he starts the rug on fire and then the drapes and then all of a sudden the whole room is on fire. <laughs> the is on fire. And then they make their way and uh, Indy's like, Dad, Dad, I just what? I just love it. What? <laughs> yeah, this is where they're like, yeah, one turns ahead one way, then the other turns ahead the other way, and they make their way to the fireplace. It's a trap. Everything's like this whole castle. There's trap doors, right. trap levers, which is just great. And they spin around to this communications room, and then back around, <laughs> and they see the girl. She kind of smiles. They're like, Allah! <laughs> Start shooting at them. Like, that Nazi always freaked me out. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, me too. That freaked me out. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, what? This girl's crazy. Um, so, yeah, they're tied to a chair, and so they, they notice them. It's spinning around in the fireplace. They get out. It's a great sequence. Fun, fun sequence. They run up, up, and then they're looking for some other way out of this, like, attic sort of thing. And Henry's like, well, I find that if I sit down, I can sort of figure my way, or whatever he says. And he sits, and it's another trap yeah. that does this little spiral staircase. They get down. Andy runs down. He sort of realizes what he's got to do. They're, they come up to this river sort of area, and he starts a boat. And <laughs> 
<laughs> he yells at Henry. Henry thinks he's going to jump in the boat, but then he's figured he's got a plan. Yeah. He lets the boat go with, he just starts the motor and lets it go on its own. And <laughs> just, I, go, I thought we were going on the boat. <laughs> we're not going on the boat. Dad, no. <laughs> and then they take off in they the motorcycle. Well, the Nazis all jump into a boat chasing yep. them. And then out of this crate, they bust. Out. I don't know how they kept themselves in this crate. <laughs> how, how didn't Indy know that there was a motorcycle in that crate? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't quite understand that. Yeah. Bit. Why didn't they just wait till they took off in the boat so that they would give themselves yes. an even greater head <laughs> start? Even as a kid, I always wondered that. I was like. Let them, let them go for a little bit yeah. first. <laughs> well, they're just standing there, and then it's only like, you know, five seconds. So they take off in the motorcycle. Yeah, and then a fun little motorcycle sequence. Yeah, so yeah. Similar to the, the car chase sequence uh, in, in Raiders where Indy gets shot in the arm. Yeah, similar to that. Similar yeah. to that, definitely. Uh, Good so, stuff, just fun yeah, fun action. Fun. I mean, you got some jousting a little bit. <laughs> um, and then they're, they're uh, so they get away. They're Finally co- get away, yeah. Coming up, and Indy's trying to drive straight, and then, you know, you know uh, Henry's telling him, to stop because uh we need to go to berlin my diaries that way yeah they're at this crossroads that's uh <laughs> yep happens to say berlin uh left or venice right <laughs> yep <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think that it's, road exists yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta think not um it probably then, won't say venice or you know yeah. that's a little bit too far and and i love what uh what what henry says here about the grail about how it's a race against evil um which i uh, just want to play a little little clip about um Right. Yeah, this is a big the big point in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And he basically um there's three 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 little booby traps he needs to get through to uh find the grail and, and he's like, Okay, so what are they? He's like, I put them in my diary so I wouldn't have to remember, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And you want me to go to Berlin? Into the lion's den? Yes. The only thing that matters is the grail. What about Marcus? Marcus would agree with me. Two selfless martyrs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's for blasphemy. The quest for the grail is not archaeology. It's a race against evil. If it is captured by the Nazis, the armies of darkness will march all over the face of the earth. Do you understand me? This is an obsession, Dad. I never understood it. Never. Neither did Mom. Oh, yes, she did. Only too well. Unfortunately, she kept her illness from me. But all I could do was mourn her. So yeah, that that's a great, you know, what how he explains the Grail. You know, he, that, that's why he, that's essentially why he sent the diary to Indy to get away. He 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 doesn't want to find it at this point, you know, because when he sent it to Indy, he figured, you know, I'm not going to find the Grail. You know, that's it. This is a race against evil. You know, they're gonna. Uh, what did he say about darkness? Uh, march. The armies uh, of darkness will march all over the earth. Yeah, this right. is the main. It's also you know it's important now, but it also illustrates the. The, the biggest conflict between these two people. Yeah. You know, cause Indy still, he's like, it's an obsession with you. He's still not a hundred percent convinced. Right. You know, he's not, he's like, he's still harboring this, this, you know, these unresolved problems through his whole childhood of his dad 
just wanting to find the grail. Right. It's not a, you know, it's just all you've talked about is this. And he, you know, he blames, you know, he kind of, I don't know if he blames his mom's death on it, but he's sort right. of saying in a way. Yeah, he's trying to make him feel bad about right, it. Right, yeah. Mom didn't understand it. Yeah. And I, I, apparently, I don't think we'd get any more information than this, but she died when Indy was very young. Right. Of something. Uh, and we don't know more than that. No. Um, I mean, because would you say at this point, Henry's not trying to find the grail? I don't know. Do you, you think, I mean, do you think that's why he sent the book to Indy? Because uh, he knows that it's better not to find the Grail than to have the Nazis get a hold of it? Yeah, I mean, he's fighting against them and for, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, now it's like, now we ha- really need to find it instead of keeping information away. Yeah, I think you're right. We don't, it's not just about my quest that's been taking forever that I may never get to. Now these people are actively trying to get this. And if they do find it, now we've got no choice. Yeah. Now it's yeah. not about archaeology. Yeah, it's not just keeping the clues secret. Right. It's about we need to get it before they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, so yeah, then they get to this Nazi get-together uh, with uh, their burning books. Uh, Indy steals a Nazi uniform, so he's able to get in there. He somehow finds Elsa in, in, uh, amongst these thousands and thousands of people. Um, yeah, she's just walking down. Yeah, the, just walking down this corridor. She's carrying a... And, and the I like, diary in her pocket. Yep, because that's they entrusted her with it, <laughs> of course. Um, and I like how Sean Connery, well, pilgrims in an unholy land. Yeah, <laughs> love that line. It's a good bit of acting though between uh, Elsa and yeah, and Indy here. Yeah, I like that. Um, so she's like, you know, she's she's almost like, and I find this. Um, it's the same thing with it's with Elsa and uh, with Donovan. Neither of them really want to say that they're Nazis. There's, they want to distance themselves uh, from Nazis. They want to be like, no, I'm just, I'm aboard for the ride. Right. But I'm not, I don't believe in this ideology, which is kind of weird. Because she's like. They're just using it for their advantage. Yeah, just to get it. Right. Right. Of course, I don't know what, that's a bit naive, <laughs> considering. Oh, absolutely. But she's like mad that Indy's only coming back for that and not her. Right. Although, she, you know, she clearly just betrayed him and sentenced him <laughs> to death. So what are yeah. you mad about, girl? Yeah, yeah you tied him and he, he was he, he was donezo. You he, left and they're yeah. all gonna, you're gonna die. Yeah. All I have to do is squeeze. All I have to do is scream. <laughs> I'm so glad you finished that. <laughs> Essentially, he gets the diary back. Yeah, um, meanwhile, and then but uh, another uh, funny. She's sequence. so not believable here. I mean, it's it's well done, but if you think about it, it's like what's this bitch talking about? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, what, you you left me to die is what just happened. You betrayed me, I, I trusted you, and now you're going to act like this. Um, but yeah, he gets the diary, it gets signed by Adolf Hitler, which I think is just so Well, ironic. that was very nice of Hitler to take time out of his night to yeah, sign the book. For, absolutely. For I mean, why not? <laughs> if you're going to get it, you know, if you're there, you know, if you're there and Hitler's there, I mean... You're not going to not get his... Right, you're not going to decline it. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is i mean we're we're you yeah know, this is during the book burning yeah so burning. It, well yeah indy finds himself pushed by this crowd into hitler and he just gives him the diary and hitler is like i am hitler and move on right um but yeah that was just a funny little scene didn't really have anything to do with the plot not really it's just to scare you really him and uh his dad get to this airport and they you see people reading newspapers with henry's face on it basically saying he's wanted um they get on a blimp yeah could you imagine people actually wrote these things uh-huh 
That's scary. It's terrifying. Especially when you read about like the Hindenburg and stuff. Oh and... God, it's just a fiery disaster. Yeah. You know, and I I don't even I don't like flying. Yeah. When I'm so... like, getting on one of these things is terrifying. Yeah. A blimp. Ugh. I have to say though, the the romance of everyone sort of being dressed up and like drinking whiskey or whatever yeah. that is kind of nice. Yeah, drinking that's a nice. nice it's almost meal. like a cruise. An, yeah. air, an air cruise. It's so spacious. Yeah. You know, you're not packed in there like sardines right. and you're flying on Southwest or something that's like true. that. That's true. That's true. Um, so they're they're sitting comfortably on the blimp before it takes off, and then you have the Nazi guy, the main the Nazi guy. He's coming. Yep, he's coming. Uh, Indy notices this, so he he gets up, he takes that waiter's uniform. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, why don't you come over here? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, in movies, you're just able to steal people's uniforms. <laughs> That's just how things go. You just knock them out and take. Yep. The, I love to do that trick. Oh. I don't know you're what give, I would you're do. You're giving with me it, ideas. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the the Nazi comes on. He's he's showing people the picture of Henry, um, and people are saying they don't know him. And then he gets up to Henry, who's holding a newspaper, pushes his new newspaper down. He's like, "Up, oh, I found you." Then Indy comes up in his waiter uniform behind him. You want to? This is a, you, you like this scene? Well, I love, just love it because he starts asking him for his ticket. You know, yeah. the guy's looking at him like, "What are you?" What are you <laughs> <laughs> he starts making a stir. Right. He just throws him out the window on this pile of luggage, but it really must be like pretty high up, yeah, like a hundred feet or right. something. And he look, and everyone's astonished. And looks at him, he goes. No ticket. He's <laughs> just <laughs> that I love how everyone's like, ooh, yeah. everyone gets so, their yeah. tickets out. Everyone pulls them out. Yeah. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> yeah, fun, fun little sequence there. And then, so the, so yeah, then the blimp takes off. They're Indian Henry set, settle down in this little table with a couple of drinks, and they start talking. Yeah, and then and, they get into father son stuff. Yeah, now they're talking, which is something as Indy says they haven't done in twenty years. Right, and Henry still <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to him. Right, <laughs> he's, no. he's like, oh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and in uh, Indiana's like, he's so like flabbergasted by the question. I mean, it's like literally anything, right? I could say anything, which is which would be more than what I've told you. How about where I'm living, what I'm doing, what I'm what I've been doing, you know? Right. How I did XYZ, you know, what I where I like to go grocery shopping. Anything would have just been more, you know, more information <laughs> than Henry knows. Right. And it's just, you know, and then there's this awkward thing about the fact that both of them shared Elsa. Yeah, that's father and son talking about <laughs> <laughs> That is. Like you're old enough to be Ooh. your father. No. You're old enough to be your grandfather, right. he says. <laughs> It's just so weird. <laughs> I was the next man. <laughs> um, so yeah, Indy, yeah, he has no idea what to talk about his father about. Yeah, and he's like, like well, what I, are you complaining about? Yeah, I taught yourself reliance, <laughs> which means you know, which what what really happened was. Henry never talked to his child, right. and Indiana just had to sort of you know raise himself. Yeah, he's like, did I ever tell you to brush your teeth, do your homework? I respected your privacy. It's like, so you <laughs> you didn't parent at all. You didn't, yeah. That's what parents do do. They, they make sure their kids are <laughs> make, doing the stuff they need to do to make it through life. I'm a five-year-old, and I was supposed to know all uh, this stuff. Oh, oh, thanks, Dad. I respected your privacy. Um, it's absentee father, right? Like, beyond absolutely so i mean so you 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 discover what you know indy's conflict is with his father you get a sense of who his father is and it bothers indiana obviously he's deeply he's it's kind of messed him up right he's always you know in a way and i wonder though is he he's he's sort of like the reluctant hero 
Yeah. Uh, to sort of live up to this thing, this mythical. He wants to become this mythical, mythical thing that his dad was always searching for. Right. He's like, I'm actually the guy doing stuff. You're in here, you know, doing your crazy grail stuff. Here I am actually going out and, you know, discovering all this stuff. Yeah. And that's why he is excited to tell his father that, hey, I found yeah. what you were trying to find. I was able to do this. And not like he was really trying to shove it in his face. No. It was almost just like, dad, I did this. Like, yeah. this is. <laughs> he didn't set out to do it, but he right. did. Yeah. And. Yeah, he's trying to get that approval, and he never he doesn't get it no. until like the end of the movie, basically. Right. So here's this frustrated man. Here, okay, here's Indiana Jones, and he's unfulfilled. Right, <laughs> Indiana freaking Jones <laughs> yeah. is unfulfilled. <laughs> I mean, you can even get a sense of that when he's sitting there uh, in 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 his class or in his office at at the school. I yeah. mean, he's just looking. He's got these relics in, on his shelf and stuff. And it's not just, enough for him. Yeah, he's just like I, I want more. I, you know, I want to go out and do something again. Um, yeah, he, he's unfulfilled, and you can see that that stems from probably his childhood. I mean, that, that's why I, I like that this gives you a background of who Indy is and why he is. You know why why he does what he does. Why you know why he is who he is. Yeah, that opening few minutes really colors yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, his motivation. You know? Um, so yeah, you have a nice conversation there. Well, not really a nice conversation, but it's an interesting one. Well, then the blimp turns back, and yep. they have to get it. They have to. There's a plane underneath that they detach from and head yep. out. From, yeah. Yep. And then planes uh, attack them, uh, and you know they shoot some of the planes and they're kind of a ge- at this point it's just kind of a generic action sequence yeah gen- generic ac- action sequence they get out of the plane there's one more plane uh chasing after them on the beach Sean Connery uh, Henry finally does something of, something. of value yeah cuz before that, it's not just using his brain yeah they're in this plane where they're god who I don't know who flies these like little biplane things I don't know God bless the guys who actually flew in these things with an open cockpit. Right, yeah. My God. Jesus. <laughs> but it's a two-man thing. In, in the, Indiana's, there's a plane, there's a, it's like a dogfight sort of situation. <laughs> Indiana's like, 11 o'clock, Dad. And Henry's, you know, no idea what he's talking about. He's like, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Just blows the gun, blows off the, te- the, the, the rudder and, and the tail. He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, son. They, they got, got us. us. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And finally, um, Henry, you know, uses his brain and does something. Yeah, he does something. There's some seagulls on the beach. Yeah. They're on the beach. Plane he, bearing down on them. Yep, plane bearing down. Opens up his umbrella. <laughs> Goes after the seagulls. They fly up and make the basically make the plane crash. I enjoyed this scene. Yeah, it's fun. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. <laughs> love I love that. But then he walks away, you get a cool beach scene, and then you see Indy just look at him while he walks away just with admiration a little. Yeah. You know, he slowly gets like that admiration. He's like, all right, Dad, all right, I, I got you. He's not this you bumbling can... fool chasing this ridiculous dream. Yeah, you you can hang. You yeah. can hang. So basically, Indy's trying to you know stop these guys. They're all chasing after Indy. They find horses, and there's you know fun fun chase scenes. The the guy with the fez from the beginning you know dies, um, and then uh, <laughs> I gotta play this. Uh, Sean Con uh, Henry Jones and uh, Brody are. <laughs> <laughs> Our met again. So he taps Brody on the shoulder. Brody's like, ah! I love that scene. <laughs> and then they, then they get into this. 
genius of the restoration. Aid our own resuscitation. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we say that? We, oh, man. That, this is, that has gone way back with us. Um, so, uh, you know, Sean Connery goes in there to save Brody, and then he's in a tank with Nazis, and they say uh no you're you're not taking him anywhere <laughs> so now in uh sean connery and brody are in a tank together to try to escape yep try to escape They're wrestling and then around with nazis wrestling sean connery with... pulls out a pen and shoots the ink in the on nazi's eye which is that was that a thing then that you could uh, just shoot apparently okay. yeah apparently i don't know i don't i have no idea um but yeah meanwhile indy's outside with horses you know doing damage doesn't doing like what camels. indiana jones does yeah no camels <laughs> got a big problem with camels <laughs> Big problem with camels, but again, it's it's this is well, is that a this is an action movie scene? I mean, this is is the camels a callback from something? I don't maybe from Raiders. Maybe it's got to be right. Why would he say it? <sighs> uh, I, yeah, I, I don't remember offhand. We'll have to we'll have to check on that. Um, but yeah, I've always loved this scene. I mean, Indy, you know, on a horse versus tanks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's basically all it is. Indy <laughs> on a horse versus all these tanks and Nazis. And he is does a pretty good job. Uh basically it ends up with Indy on top of the tank. Uh gets his father out. Uh like how he shoots three guys at once with one bullet. Kind yeah. of a callback to Raiders when he shoots the guy who's doing all the, you know, martial arts stuff right. with the sword and you're just like ah that's pretty them. cool on the tank too because you have the track so that's like that becomes a thing where you have to stay off of right. the, off the tracks yep and then you have that armor that that one truck that comes up with like 20 guys that they just blow up <laughs> this <laughs> yeah this is just a very well done sequence everything I, is choreographed like yeah. to like the the motion everything, yeah it's like it's all set up perfectly and you got the so you I mean you got, yeah you got the exterior shots with indy then you got the interior of the tank what's going on in there i just yeah. love love this whole sequence the Very smug cool. germans yep and then you've got uh indy versus that uh the main nazi guy at the, at the end of this vogel um and that's that's always uh you know typical with an action movie facing off against the 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 main bad guy almost. yeah he like pops up everywhere yep he's from the beginning and he follows them all the way to this place and somehow everyone gets off the tank but indy in the sky and it's going towards a cliff and indy's just worrying about smashing his face into the metal instead of trying to jump off the tank tank goes off the extreme close-up the extreme close-up of indy it goes off the edge and you see it you know basically go all the way to the bottom and kind of explode so it was, you got sala brody sean connery standing there thinking indy's indy dead went off yeah and guess what indy start, cl- starts climbing up they're he's still, alive they're still looking down yep still looking down <laughs> i can't believe he's gone sean connery says again great acting there and then <laughs> indy comes up behind them looking down what they're looking at he's like huh. that, was ragged. Yeah, <sighs> like, that was rough yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah look at that <laughs> and i love uh the embrace of sean connery I here i thought i lost your boy yeah such a great scene you and feel then... it it's just great yeah. because you know it's they had that conversation on the blimp where it's, it's kind of rough you know and i, I guess it's real now for Henry. He's been kind of neglecting his son for all these years. Yeah. He's not getting any older or any younger. Yeah, because as he was when he thought he lost him, he said, "I never told him anything." Right. So at that moment, he realized what he had, and I think this is plays into sort of the end of the film as well. Yeah. Um, he's kind of being this tough jerk. Yeah. You know, he never let, really let it down. Right. And because I guess you plan eventually you're gonna be nice and say all the things you want to say. <laughs> right. But you but... can't. 
plan for that, right? Because right? stuff just, happens. Exactly. Your you son gotta... might go off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's just yeah he's sitting there. It's so great acting. Yeah, absolutely great acting. He realizes he's alive now. He's like, all right, well, let's go. And Indy's like, oh, can I take a break here? <laughs> like he's out of <laughs> yeah. breath. Um, we like, literally uh, almost died. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they they come up, and then there's this uh, this old ancient building. Uh, Petra. Petra is in in the rocks, um, which is actually a real place, a real historic place, um, which is a very very cool scenery. And then they get inside the building, and then you see the Nazis sending in these guys to go inside these this cave here. Volunteers. Volunteers. <laughs> Volunteers. I think they're going in with a sword. The one guy we see is going in with a sword. Sweaty, nervous. Sweaty, yep. Doesn't want to go in. Going through. Uh, Who knows see, what number he is. Yep. You see some cobwebs going up. As he's walking up, he, you see a, behe- a beheaded guy yeah. with a head on the floor. Breathing heavy. Breathing heavy. Great, again, great, great. I'm surprised Steven Spielberg hasn't done a full-on horror movie. Yeah. Because he, it seems like he would be really good at it. He like Because he, he puts horror right elements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He puts horror elements in, like, all of his movies that are like this. Yeah, and he does it so well. He can do it, like, I don't know what this was rated, but he could do, <laughs> he could do like, PG horror. Yeah. You know? No, really, <laughs> he's he could. Good. Yeah. It's very suspenseful going in, and then all of a sudden you hear a loud noise, and you see a... a Sword cut in half, go through the screen, and you see a head rolling Roll out. down, yeah. Roll out, and then you see Brody, you know, kind of sickened by this. And that's when, <laughs> you know, the Nazis discover that Indy's Yeah, there. you see, like, a, all you see is a gun appear. Yeah. And sort of motions to the right. Yeah. And <laughs> Brody, being a moron, just tilts his head along with the gun. Not, oh, okay. Not understanding where he's supposed to I was to just go. traumatized by seeing a, a, a <laughs> head, a human head roll like, oh, out. This way? Oh, okay. okay, I'll go this way. Yes, this way. <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh they they capture them and you know he donovan entices indy to go in he's like all right well why don't you go and try because they're they're at where these booby traps were so basically there, there's booby traps to get to where the grail is and that's what it was in um uh henry's diary yeah that was the whole purpose of why they went to berlin was because uh getting through Henry had had figured out the clues or how to get through these three things. He didn't right. even know what they were per se until you go up to them, but he knew the sort of the answers. Right. And you know, Indy's still saying, you know, I'm not going in there for you, and then Donovan knows a way to motivate him again, just like how he was mo- able to motivate him to go to Venice to begin with was his father. He shoots his father in the belly. And Indy's like, all right, I guess I have no choice but to but to do this. Yeah, and Donovan's like, it's time to to ask yourself what you believe in. Yeah, this is, again, yeah, this is, like, this is yeah. about. This is still, you know, drawing back to myth. Right. What is it that you're willing to? What, what do you have faith in? What do you believe? Because we know in this universe that these things really do exist. You know. Indiana Jones is still not really ready. He's yeah, a skeptical he's, man. He's not ready. Yeah, and yeah, it took. Is he going to risk his own life to try to save his father's, even if he doesn't believe this? Yeah, it's like I mean, not it's, rational to him. Yeah, still. at this point, like uh, Brody said at the beginning, you know, at, at some point you got to, you know, you know, go on faith, um, and that's I think what Indy is is finally able to do here, especially when he's. I think he has faith in his father at this point because his father has believed in this. He knows it because he, as he's walking into the first booby trap, he's talking about the penitent man. Penitent man. Penitent man will pass. Penitent man. So I think here, I think 
all these booby traps, he has faith in his father here. So he's taking a leap of faith in all of his father's life work. Yeah. Is what he's like, it's, if my father believes in this, I, I need to as well. Or not I need to, but, you know, if he if he's spent his whole life, you know, doing this, you know, who am I to say, you know. And he's believed he, in it. Yeah. I so mean, now I need to just... Despite all my right. whatever's you know ticking in the back of my head to say this is nonsense, yeah. I need to just go with it. Right. I mean, because either way, uh, I don't go. My father's going to die. He's bleeding if I, out. Yeah. If I go, my father could still die. But you know, I got to give it a shot. <laughs> but it but still I think... requires him to not to actually believe. Right? right. It's not just I'm afraid for my father and I need to go through this no. thing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think it does require true. belief and also, again, it, so I think it initially in this first booby trap is faith in his father. Um, and he says the penitent man, uh, the humble man, uh, kneels before God. And then that's when he realizes he needs to kneel now because yeah. there's a saw that just comes out. Two saws. One goes Two saws, like yep. sideways so, and decapitates. <laughs> my, my brother wanted me to bring up this up in the show. So when you kneel before God, apparently you have to roll too. Um, that's because there's, there's yeah. one that's you haven't seen that at church. No, uh, that that never came up. Uh, it's usually yeah, just yeah, the tuck and roll. <laughs> I see that all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> who's this guy? <laughs> so, so you do the kneel and roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so he's able. He gets past that. So, well, so it, it's these three challenges, and they're all really well designed. Yeah, every single one of them. Yeah. The, the the movies leading up to this. And the first one, you see the guy's head get chopped off, and you don't know, you know, it comes through this mist, this these cobwebs. Yep. And I, I try to put myself. It's hard, you know. We said it before. Put yourself back into the first time you've seen it. <laughs> it's difficult because you've seen it how many times, right? Right. But I, I can still get the tension even now. No, definitely. The last, you know, twenty minutes of this movie are, are riveting. Yeah, and I love how he Spielberg showed you what can happen if you don't do this right. Yeah. Like your head's going to get chopped off, basically. Lopped. Yep. Over Lopped. and over and over again. Yep. It's like, send another volunteer. <laughs> send another volunteer. So he gets to the second uh, booby trap because so he gets past the first. Oh, but hold, you, you kneel before God. You need humility. Who's not humble? All these other people. Right. So these are not only, you know, t they're not just physical tests. They're tests of character. Yep. So all these people, so there's in that right, and you hear before you hear earlier, I think that that the Grail can give life, but the Grail can also give death. Right. You have to be worthy of the Grail. Right. It's not this 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 thing like you climb a mountain and then you like, you know, capture a flag or something. It's more than that. Well, it also goes back to you got these guys going in there with swords, right? You know, they they don't have faith because no. why why would you need a sword if you have faith, right? It's you not... know, and it's and it actually goes back to when uh, um, uh, uh, Sean Connery uses the pen, and then Brody says, "Oh, the pen is mightier <laughs> than the sword." It's like yeah. you you know, that's you, true. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, you might as well why go with the sword, right? You might as well just roll in with a tank. What's the difference? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same point. I mean, so. It's it's a test of of what's inside of you, you know, not just uh, are you physically capable or, or anything like that. You have to be worthy of this thing. It's not a mountain you climb. It's you know it's not a it's not you don't have to jump a certain length or you know run to whatever. You have to have it inside of you as well. Right. Um, and then um, yeah, 
this this movie's so good <laughs> so good uh then you get to the second booby trap uh which is the name of god uh th- this test i mean it's it's i mean it's a it's a cool booby trap because you have to actually spell it correctly i guess it's just testing your your spelling ability i mean do you know the the i don't the... really yeah i don't quite understand this one other than the gimmick of of indicating it wrong right yeah so I mean, they say yeah, name of God, Jehovah. What's well, the word? Um, it's just the word of God. The word of God, yeah. Which the word means, and then Henry says, "The name of God, Jehovah." Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I don't quite get this one. Well, so, so you walk up and you see all these letters. Yeah, uh, and you need uh, to figure you know, out that you need to do it in the right order that it's right, spelled. Right order that's spelled. So I mean, like anyone who speaks English language, he's, Jehovah. Yeah, you, know, you, you go on the J. Yeah, and he jumps on the J. J. <laughs> and he sleeps. Yeah. That's actually a flaw, people, uh, because it because after he does that, he's like. Ah, in Latin, Jehovah begins with an I, and then you hear begins what, what with is, an I. There you go. <laughs> begins with an I, um, <laughs> uh, because it begins with an I because there is no J in the Latin language, and this trap was obviously made when there was only Latin language, um, or you know, not only, but there was no English language, so why would there be, even be a J there? But right. it's just a fun little thing to do. So then he, you have to spell Jehovah correctly, steps on all the letters correctly, and he's able to get past. The, makes his way out. Makes yeah. his way out. Uh, and then he gets to the third and final, well, I guess not the final trap, because the, really the picking the grail yeah, yeah, is, the, yeah. is the final one, but this is the third one, the leap of faith. Well, that's true, yeah, actually, because yeah, it's supposed to be three, but really it's four. Yeah, yeah, there is four, yeah. And I guess confronting the knight himself is its own challenge. If you yeah, that's true too. That is true. But um, but this third third and last cha- challenge is maybe the most important. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's a leap of faith. I mean, you got he comes to this this open ledge chasm, open chasm. <laughs> yeah, you see an opening on the other end. Right. It's an impossible jump. Um, but again, it's a leap of faith. Um, I forget what the the wording they use here. Um, yeah, even Indy says, you know, no one, no one could make this jump. And again, this is great acting here too. When he's like, you can feel the fear in him. Yeah. Like he's holding his own heart. Yeah, well like done. You, you can feel like when he's feeling his heart, you almost feel your own heart beating. Um, I, I just love that scene always stuck. The thing me. about it, I mean, you're standing there and yeah, he's like, it's, I've got no choice but to just put myself. Yeah. Yeah. You again, hear... having faith. You can hear, I think you can hear Henry screaming or them screaming to him because it's not very far. Yeah, yeah, I think he says, Henry, hurry, or uh, Indy, hurry. Um, So basically, I mean, what it is is, I mean, Indy takes a step. You need to walk on air. Yeah, walk on air. (laughs) Okay, leap of faith. I got through the first two. It's a big build-up to this. And he just kind of throws himself on it. Yeah, and he, he steps. Yeah, it's an so, invisible and he steps, and yeah, it's, it's basically an optical illusion. He can't see this bridge because of the way it's angled and it's blending into the other rocks. He can't yeah. see it, but there's a bridge there. You know, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm holding my heart, right? Yeah. He's like, I need to save my father. Not even that, just I, I believe. You have to really believe it. Right, yeah. I think maybe... And he did, because he took a step. Like, he stepped. Yeah. Like, he let his whole weight down. And if he down. fell, he was yeah. going down. He was going down. But. Yeah. So he goes in. And, you know, the guy, that the night playing, <laughs> it's a great performance. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. I think his name is, like, I looked at Robert uh, Edison. I don't know. He's like yeah, a stage I, act, English stage yeah, actor. Yeah, I haven't seen him in anything else. But he looks just like a classic Englishman who would play a knight anywhere, right? He right. Would, he just has the the accent yep. and the believability. 
He tries to fight Indy, and it's like <laughs> he holds his sword and falls back in the way. But he looks at Indy, and he sees something in him, right? He's like, "You're." He looks at him. He's like, "You're worthy." Yeah, yeah. Way. That he, was kind of the, the impression. Talks he got about his uh, his his outfit and like touches his whip and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, you don't look like a knight, or I don't know what he says exactly. Um, but yeah, he's talking to Andy. And but he looks upon him favorably. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I think mainly because he knows that Indy made it through. Um, and then you see Elsa and Donovan come come through. They were able to get it through because Indy basically, you know, you know. Uh, he showed them how to get by. Yeah, he showed them how to get by. He stopped the gears at the first trap to, you know, make sure it doesn't slice through. Yeah, Indy and the Knight are kind of about to have a conversation. And then Elsa uh, comes in. Yeah, and they interrupt. He's like, "No, you don't understand." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's this room lit by something endlessly, uh, full of cups and this little bit of water. A little bit of water. Yep. Yeah, full of cups. Uh, so yeah, Donovan and and Elsa come in and they're they they need to choose a cup. Uh, they the knight's basically explaining to them, "You need to choose wisely." Um, and and Elsa, you know, uh, Donovan's like, well, which one do I choose? I don't know. And then Elsa says, let me choose. It's like, thank you, doctor. <laughs> um, so she picks a very pretty one, a very yeah. nice one, and he's like, oh, certainly the cup of king, you know, of the king of kings. Um, which yeah, I mean, and the knight warns them. This is the true, the, the true grail gives you life. The false one will. Basically right. kill you. Yep. Choose wisely. Yep, choose wisely. <laughs> uh so he brings the cup over, uh, because it's it's very pretty. Brings the cup over, dips it in the water, and he says, Eternal life, something along those lines. Takes a sip of the water. And not so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> not so much. Some uh some cool looking effects here. Yeah. Um But I I just, I just have a question here. Elsa, there's a smirk here. And I don't know what the smirk is. Does she think maybe he's got it and he's going to have eternal life? Or is she tricking him? I'm no, not no, sure. I think, I think she purposely picked the wrong cup. Yeah. So yeah. No, she definitely did because uh, when Indy's picking, uh, you know, going to pick the cup, she says uh, she says something that, like, alludes to, you know, it won't, it won't be made out of gold or something or um or that's the cup of a, of the of a carpenter, um, which is essentially the one he picks. But yeah, basically Donovan picks the wrong one. So she's screwing with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, some cool cool makeup effects. Donovan basically dies instantly. He slowly grows old, or qu- very quickly grows old and just you like fades the away. effects here? I, th- I thought they were. I mean, for I, 1989. I don't know. I, mean, I thought they were. They're old very for the creepy. Time. They're very creepy. Um, even the the eyes rolling in the back of his head there. I like how and, the hair grows out. Yeah, like, the hair growing out is pretty cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and but he yeah. literally turns into dust. Yeah, turns into he dust. Disappears. Yep. Um, what is happening to me? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's dead. He so dies. She's in playing Elsa's him. That's... Yeah, she played him. Okay. She knew that was gonna happen, and then the dust flies away, and then you just see his Nazi pin there, and then the the knight. You have chosen. He had chosen. Poorly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's Indy's turn. Indy's yeah. going to pick the cup. And he basically picks, you know, the ugliest looking one because cup that's the wise choice. Yeah. yeah, the cup of a carpenter. Uh, that's Jesus was a carpenter. He's going to pick that one. Um, and, and it's a humble cup. Like, it's not like the one that's showing off. It's not, you know, it's it's the most humble cup. And that goes back to the first test. The yeah. penitent man. The man the who penitent man humble will before pass. God. Yep, humble before God. 
dips the cup in, basically. It's the right cup. Yay, he has chosen wisely. He brings doesn't it to his die. dad. Doesn't die. Brings it to his dad. His dad drinks from it. Um, pours... I always like when he pours it on the wound. I do, it's... too. It looks like peroxide. Yeah. It's like when you <laughs> yeah. pour it on a wound. It's like, oh, that's a cool effect. Yeah. Um, I always love that. It's like a lump. But the way yeah. they do it is good. But when they... Henry gets to hold it. He chose wisely. Basically, the knight did warn them that you cannot bring it past the seal. I mean, yeah. that's the cost of everlasting life. I mean, basically, it has to stay here. So even if the Nazis did get it, they weren't going to be able to do anything with it. I, I wonder, though, can you, like, throw the cup? Like you know, I know. I was what? wondering that, too. Like, if, <laughs> if they were to be able to reach the cup at the end. So does it lose its effect, or is it just... I would have... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can you arrange a system where you, like, you know, <laughs> put it on a pulley and you get rid of it? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know, man. Well, it's all fantasy, know. obviously, yeah. but... But yeah, it's cool. Cool moment where he, where he gives uh, his dad the cup. He he heals his wound. He's happy. He finally gets his, to hold it. Yeah, this is his, his dad, life's work. Yep, his life's work. He gets to hold the cup. His life's work, and this goes into. So Elsa, you know, takes takes it past the seal. Yeah, the, I mean, the she's whole just place like starts to crumble apart. Think about that. She's so greedy and manipulative. Yeah. yeah. So she plays Donovan, <laughs> and then she sees the cup, and she's ready to go after it. She'll, she'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. She, she, yeah. She'll do anyone and do anything to <laughs> further whatever she wants to do. Or just she, get, this, get this grill. She doesn't even give a frig, man. <laughs> I mean, she's, like, <laughs> she's her own um, little badass, right? Yep. She'll, she'll do whatever. She'll be a Nazi. She'll align with these people. She'll do whatever. She carries it across the seal. The place starts crumbling apart. The floor starts crumbling. She starts to fall. Mr. Ford yells. Uh, Ford. <laughs> Indy grabs onto her. <laughs> he grabs onto her as she's about to fall. Yeah. And she's like, I can almost reach it. Yeah. Sweetie, I can't hold on to your hand. Her gl- glove slips out. She falls to death. And, and he starts places. to fall. And his dad's holding him. And he starts to reach it. He's like, Dad, I can almost reach it. I can almost reach it. No, Junior, no. And then he's like, I can almost get it. And then the beautiful moment, Indiana. Beautiful moment. Yes, in <laughs> everything yeah. just slows down. Just like yeah, Indiana. Let's, here, let's listen to that. Junior, give me your other hand. I can't hold on. I can get it. I can almost reach it, Dad. Indiana. Indiana. Let it go. That music, along with that, let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. That's just brilliant because it's both he, of them. Yeah, both of them. He he finally. It, it's he, an obsession. Yeah, it's an obsession. His dad was obsessed with it. Indy's whole life. Um, and it's been this thing that's been going through both of them. Yeah. all their lives, and it's time for both of them to just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, which is sort of the you know this is, it reminds me of Let It Go. It's like the Star Wars theme, right? Yeah, of of, uh, of the prequels, which we, right. which we hate on. Yeah. But... <laughs> The theme of that is, you know, to let go. Right. To learn to let go of your hate and your anger and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And this one is an obsession. Yeah, and his his dad, yeah, he's been after it his whole life. He finally, he, he held the grail. He was there. But the thing that happened earlier, Indy almost dying, I mean, I think that was almost his wake-up call. Yeah. And he realizes, yo, my, my son is way more important than this thing. Especially... This thing's not going to bring me everlasting life because, hey, guess what? It can't pass the seal. No, it's, it's an illusion, right? Yeah, it, it is an illusion, and that's that's what he says. That's what he says right here. Um, Indy's kind of distraught that that Elsa's gone, and then this is uh, Sean Connery here. Elsa never really believed in the Grail. 
she thought she'd found a prize. What did you find, Dad? Me. Illumination. Right there. So it it this is great, right? Yeah. This no, is like, I love this. He, he, he figures it out. Yep. And and uh, <laughs> this is just like the ride out. Yeah. What a great end. Right off into the sunset. <laughs> and then this little interaction here. That's his name. Henry Jones Jr. <laughs> I like Indiana. We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> you were named after the dog. <laughs> this is a fun ending. Yeah, so they both realize that this lifelong thing that both of them have kind of been dealing with, this grail deal, it's not important. What's yeah. important is is them like sort of finding each other and having their relationship. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. No, absolutely. And like you said, illumination. Like, yeah, I mean, is that what he, his illumination was? It was just discovering that, hey, my son is what's important. My family, this real stuff. I mean, yeah, this was. Oh, this music. <laughs> this music is brilliant. just brilliant. Tell you tonight, I was finishing it up this evening. I was I was dancing to the same. Yeah, I was doing a jig. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, the Star Wars theme is great, but this I mean, is this better. is. I really uh, do think it's better. Well, certain the, some of the reprises in Star Wars are, are better, but right. This main theme is yeah. Great. This is just absolutely brilliant. And then the them riding off in the it's horses. It's a literal in the ride sun, off into the sunset. Ride off into the sunset. <laughs> Illumination. You find out what's truly important to you, and that's it. I mean. Outstanding movie. Is there really much to, more to say? You got, no, you got just, any final thoughts on it? Thank you, Steven Spielberg, for doing this, for redeeming yourself from the Temple of Doom. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I wouldn't say Temple of Doom was needed that much redeeming, but, I mean, it was, yeah, it was Adding pretty... Sean Connery and uh, the, the actual learning more about um, Indiana Jones, his motivation right. deeper than this, just, yeah. just an adventurer, an archaeologist. Just a great movie. Yeah. I love it. This is one of Spielberg's best. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it had some cheesiness to it, uh, but but all Spielberg movies do, and all '80s movies do. And when you, when you really think about it, but uh, this yeah. one was well directed. Yeah. it was shot well. I really liked many scenes that were the lighting was great. I mean, this just wasn't a this wasn't just a popcorn movie, right? This is uh, very well done. Right, and it, and it helps, and I just like the, the theme at the end. I mean, you, it's, it's an adventure movie up until the end, and in the end you really get to the meat of the real what, stuff. The, what, the, what this movie is truly about. You, you get illumination. You get you find out, you know, yeah, you might have been you know passionate about this your whole life and have been almost neglecting your kids for this passion, and then it took you to be you know your son's grown up you're <laughs> an old man to finally realize near that, death yeah and you're, you're yeah you're near death your son was near death the grail i guess in turn did save him and his son's relationship saved him yeah, and his brought son, them together brought yeah. them together and he he got his illumination and you can't take it with you right yeah so you got to make the best of what you've got right here. absolutely and they got this adventure and we got to go on this adventure <laughs> with them we sure did yeah we do have some tweets uh that you guys sent us that i just want to go ahead and read on our fa fan segment here all right uh juice in the morning uh he wrote he said this is my favorite of the indiana jones movies i love the inclusion of papa jones uh aristotle which is at ant Aristotle uh, said, "I remember how beautiful Alice in Duty uh, Elsa was, and how 
uh, we laughed at her last name better than the original. She was. I say yes. Sean Connery. Hashtag junior. Um, so yeah, that was just a couple of a uh, couple of your fine tweets. We appreciate that, and uh, I know there were some others there. Sorry if I didn't get to it, but keep tweeting us, and we'll read them on our next show. Uh, our next movie analysis will be, as you guys voted, will be Arrival. We're going to honor this poll. We are going to honor it. We were <laughs> supposed to do it uh, this week, but. Uh, stuff happened um and we did this um yeah. but uh but yeah i had a lot of fun discussing this film with you i love this film me too I, I, this was a pleasure i was excited to do this one <laughs> i love indiana jones <laughs> me too my friend me too i you know what i got from this podcast what did you get illumination i <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna were you gonna say I something? Was, or? I was and I just started laughing. <laughs> Should I wait or No, there's nothing I got I can't even okay. Alright, any final thoughts, Dave? I will be in a bucket of popcorn next time you hear from me. Yeah? Alright. Sounds good. And I will be seeing uh Spider Man Homecoming Sp- Sp- Spider Man Homecoming <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man Homecoming this weekend. We will get a review out for you folks. And uh that's it for me. Got anything? Have a great one. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, folks. That's it for us. For Davo, I'm Ben Secord. Grab your popcorn. Grab your snacks. I'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>